You know, when we're growing up, I don't think we really realize how important our parents are to us, how much they're going to impact our life from the days that we're a child to as we grow and even as an adult. Some of the lessons they taught us, some of the times they took aside to show us things, I don't think we realized how important it was and is going to be. I feel like we take for granted our parents. Sometimes we're even embarrassed by our parents and all they do is love us. All they want is to see us be the best people that we can be. Even though my parents may have made some mistakes, they did some things that they probably shouldn't have did, I still love them very much. And I would have to say the hardest time of my life was losing my mother. I don't know how many of y'all have lost a parent or both your parents or your mother specifically, but when it happened, it hit me hard. It hit me real hard. I'm gonna tell y'all the story about how it happened so some of y'all can relate to me. I have a message behind the meaning. You know, our parents were separated at the time. They hadn't been separated long. We got the family together. We all went out to dinner. And I think it was, uh, it was a holiday of some sort. I can't remember. We were celebrating it. For some reason, me and my dad were getting into an argument. We're at the table arguing and going back and forth. And it was just an awkward moment. In the middle of the argument, my mother just said, stop, stop. She started yelling. She got all worked up. And all of a sudden, we could tell something was wrong with her. Something wasn't right. So that night, she went to the hospital. And that night is the night we found out that she has stage four cancer. And if you guys know about cancer, well, stage four doesn't give you much hope. You see, my parents were divorced. So I'm her oldest child. I'm a next of kin. So when she went to the hospital and she fought the cancer, and it was an aggressive cancer. See, when she went to ICU, and she wasn't able to make her own decisions, I had to make them. The doctors called me and asked me what they should do. I was 23 years old. I didn't know what to do. I just wanted her to survive. One of the hardest struggles I ever had to face in my life was knowing that my mother only had a 20% chance to live from the beginning. But the doctors only told me this. And they told me, if you tell the family, if your whole family knows that she only has a 20% chance to live, they're not gonna have any hope. And when they go to visit her, they're not gonna be able to give her the strength she needs. So you know what I had to do? I had to keep this secret. I had to keep a secret and not tell nobody that she wasn't gonna live. And every time I went to see her, I cried a little more than everybody else. I was more sad everybody in the room and nobody understood why because I knew that she wasn't gonna survive but I kept that secret I kept that secret to give her strength I thought maybe it would be enough strength for her to survive so one time she was on a ventilator so we would ask her questions and she would write down the answers and we asked her like how is she doing how do you feel and she looked sad I could see the pain in her eyes. She was feeling worn down. And she wrote down on that paper. She says, I'm ready to die. And um, it hurt real bad when she said that because I knew that these decisions were up to me. So when the doctor came in that day, I told him I wanted to talk to him. I told him that 
I think that it's time. The next time she has to get in this ventilator, you might just have to let her die because she's, she's hurting. She's hurting too much and I don't want to see it anymore. Because this was a decision I had to make my own. But when they called me, when I was at work and they called me and they said, hey, if we don't put her on a ventilator, she's gonna die. I'm not God. I can't make a decision if she lives or dies. I can't have that on my conscience. I can't have nobody blaming me saying it's my fault. So I told them, put her on that ventilator, save her. Just do what you gotta do to make sure she survives because I can't have these decisions on my conscience, on my soul. She fought and she fought, she was strong. She got out of the ICU. She started to get better. She used to always say, I'm a strong Dutch woman. My mom was born in Europe. She's a full Dutch, so I'm half Dutch. And that's all she used to always say. I remember, I'm a strong Dutch woman. I knew she would survive. We all had hope, but deep down inside, I knew the truth. I knew the truth. And that day did come when my aunt called me and she said, hey, at this point she was in hospice, she was at the house now, and we kind of accepted that the day would come. And my aunt called me one day and we came, me, my brother, my sister, my dad, and we sat around her. She was in the bed, her eyes were closed, and we all knew that something was about to happen. And we were there for a couple hours just waiting and just that moment came when she opened her eyes and she looked us all in the eyes and one last time I think she was just waiting for us all to be there and she looked us all in the eyes and you could see peace embody her and she laid back and she died that day and we watched her die and um Watching somebody die isn't exactly like you think it is. It's, 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 uh, it's something you don't ever want to see, especially someone as important as your mom. And that memory repeated in my mind over and over, still to this day. You see, she was only 80 pounds, all the chemotherapy. She didn't look the same like she used to. That day, that memory, it never went away. It was the pain, a pain I never felt before. I was only 23 years old and part of me blamed myself. I thought maybe I could have did better. Maybe I made the bad decisions. Maybe I could have been a better next to kin. I don't know, but to this day, I don't blame myself. It's just, that's what was meant to be. And the pain that I went through that day, I thought it was unbearable. I didn't think I can go through it. You see, my mom died exactly seven days before Christmas. And right after she died, we realized that my grandfather was sick. My dad's dad was sick. So we just flew in. We went straight to the hospital to go see him. I looked in his eyes and we had a conversation and I knew right when I saw him that his time was coming close. And I walked out of that door and I was going through so much pain because my mom died. And we rushed the funeral and had it quick because we had to go see our grandfather. And my aunt walked up to me and she says, what do you think? How do you think he looks? I looked her in the eyes and I said, 
I don't really want to tell you what I think. I don't want to hurt you. And she says, no, no, tell me what you're thinking. And I said, he's got the same look in his eyes that my mom had not long before she passed. Now, um, she started crying and I felt bad, but I just told her the truth. And my grandfather died about a week later, one week after Christmas. I remember sitting there, we were opening the presents, it was Christmas day and everybody was happy and the whole family was, you know, having Christmas as it should be. And I couldn't hold it in. I just had too much pain that day and I cried in front of everybody. And I walked away and I took a walk in the snow and I was going through the hardest time of my life. The pain will wear you down. The pain will make you not think you can do it. You feel that like the pain is unbearable, like I can't go through this. You're praying to God, you're hoping, you're hoping it goes away because every time I closed my eyes, all I saw was my mother dying. I heard the sounds of death and they aren't pretty. And I couldn't erase it. She was the person that always was there for me when I had nobody. She was the person I went to for advice. I needed my mom. Without her, I didn't know what to do. I was at work, trying to do my job, but all I wanted to do was rip everything off the wall and just break everything and go crazy because I had too much emotion and too much pain inside. And to be honest with you, I went into a darkness. And that darkness lasted some years. I didn't care no more. I was gonna do whatever I had to do, whatever I wanted to do. I could die if I died. I took a lot of risks and made a lot of mistakes. But I, I'm standing here today and tell you that we can all get through this. You can get through what you're going through. The pain that you feel right now will not be there tomorrow. Pain doesn't never just go away. But day by day, you can get through it. You can get back to your life the way it was. You can get you a better life. Because without pain, we can't change. The pain changed me. I gained strength from that pain. I made through it. If I can get through that, I can get through anything. Nothing can stop me. I'm unstoppable. And I proved that to myself at my darkest time. At the darkest hour. I found a way to find light. I found a way to get through it and change my life. Become a better person. A person with values. A person with real dreams, real goals to be the best person I can be. I turn the pain into passion. I turn the passion into power. And if I can do it, you can too. Because we're going to lose loved ones. We can't control when someone dies. That's something that is outside of our control. All we can do is deal with it the best way that we can. We cannot let it destroy us. Because life is going to beat you down. Life is going to make you feel like you can't make it. Life is going to feel like there's no way out. Like you're trapped. You're back against the wall. There's no way to push off. I learned that no matter how much pressure you put on me, I can break through it. I can break through those barriers. You can't confine me. You can't hold me back. Because I've been held back. I've been held back by the greatest pressures you're gonna ever have. And I made it through it. And if I can, you can. Don't let life make you feel like it's hopeless. 
There's always a way that you can change and get to your destination. This is our legacy. This is our dynasty. This is our opportunity, our one chance at life to show the world who we are. You can sit there and cry about it. You can sit there and let the pain hold you back. But the pain never held me back. It made me stronger. Because without pain, you can't change. If you don't change, then how are you going to be successful? If we want to live a different life, we want to elevate to a different place, if we want to be in the sky, if we want to be in space, if we want to surpass all the goals that we thought we could surpass, then we have to change. And the only way we can change is to go through the pain. We don't run from the pain. We don't run from our problems. We face them head on. We run straight into our challenges. We run straight into our obstacles. And we break through them. We break through them, we don't break down. And if we break down today and we fall down, we get back up. We stand back on our 10 toes and we walk forward and we keep moving. Even if we're not moving as quick today as we were yesterday, we just keep going. We keep building momentum. I had to let the pain change me. And it hurt. It still hurts. And it's gonna keep hurting. But that's okay, because it lets us know we're alive. Just remember what you're doing it for. Remember your goals. Remember your family, your kids. Just remember yourself. Go hard and don't let the pain destroy you. There's a reason we're here. There's a reason we were born. We have a gift. We have a mission. Just keep looking forward and don't look back. If you look back, that's how you get depressed. We looking forward, we're enjoying the moment. We're having gratitude for what we have because we have it right now. You can do this, I believe in you. If I got through the things that I've been through, the things that I've seen, that you can too. I believe in you. You just gotta believe in yourself. To be a human being means to feel. We all feel things that we don't always want to feel. Sadness, depression, anxiety. Things that we face every single day. And some people face them worse than others. Sometimes we try to ignore it and pretend like it doesn't exist. That doesn't solve the problem. The problem still exists inside of us. It eats away at our subconscious, in the back of our mind, all of our self-doubts, all of our regrets, the things we thought or wish we could have did better. And one of the hardest things for us to get through is loss. Some loss is irreplaceable. There's no way to get back what you lost and now because of that loss you feel a void inside there's something that was there that meant so much to you that is missing some of us look at it as a part of our heart is gone 
and we spend so much time consumed thinking about what happened, the life you had before when they were still here. But what if I told you there's a way to fill that space in your heart? What if I told you that just one shift in your mind state, you can find the power inside of you to overcome the pain? Because when I was going through pain like this, there was times where I didn't think I could get through it. There was times where I felt like it was too much pressure and I didn't know how to handle it. We don't have the power to bring nobody back. But what we do have the power to do is to make them proud. We want to be the person that they wanted us to be. We want to show them how strong we are. We want to show them that we can do this. If they are looking down and they can see the things that you're doing today, do you truly believe that they will be proud of you? Do you think they want to watch you sad and hurt? Do you think they want to watch you not doing the things you need to do to succeed because of the pain holding you back? Pain is a heavy weight. Sometimes it's overbearing. Sometimes it feels like our shoulder can't carry that much pain. And I can't speak for women, but I can say that a lot of men don't always admit how much pain they're dealing with, how hard it is to overcome. We hold it in. We bottle it up. We act like it doesn't exist. And all this does is make it worse. How can you be successful in life if you're a cannon just waiting to explode? What happens to a soda bottle when you shake it up over and over? You just keep shaking it and shaking it and shaking it. When you open that bottle, it explodes. And that's what we do to ourselves. We just keep letting the pain just stack up inside of us and it shakes us up and it shakes us up and it shakes us up and finally one day the pressure gets too great and we explode we don't want to be that person we want to be in control of ourselves all the time but how can we do that if this is how we're handling our pain what is the number one power we have to fight against depression and anxiety this is one thing that many of us take for granted we do this every day, but a lot of us don't do it the right way. The one thing that can help us battle depression and anxiety is focus. That's right, focus. When you pull out a camera and you're taking a picture and you focus the camera to only focus on one part of the image, the whole rest of the image is blurry. You can't see it. It's inconceivable. So what does this teach us about life? If we focus on just one part of our life, the one thing that makes us the most sad, the one thing that brings us the most pain, if we allow this to be our main point of focus, then everything else about our life becomes inconceivable. Like the picture, everything is blurry, except for the point of focus. So what can we do to battle depression and anxiety? We have to change our focus. We have to focus on the things that make us happy. And one thing about human nature, one thing that makes humans the most happy is moving 
forward. Moving towards a goal, moving towards our success. And sometimes it's hard to do that. Sometimes we have trouble waking up in the morning and doing what we gotta do to get to our goals. But before we can do that, we must first have goals that we're working towards. Have you found your purpose? Do you know or can you visualize where you wanna be in five years, 10 years, 20 years? Are these the types of things that you think about? How proud would the loved ones that you lost be if they knew that you found your purpose and you spent every day working towards it? That wouldn't make you happy inside to know how proud they are and how proud you are of yourself? Finding your purpose might be easier said than done, but we were all here for a purpose. We're living. That's an anomaly. It's amazing that we're here living today. It's for a reason. We all have a gift, something that you do exceptionally better than anybody else in the world if you took the time to perfect your craft. Just think about it for a second. You can pause the video, do what you gotta do, just think about it. Think about what is it that you just are so confident and so amazing at that you know that this is something special. We all have a gift. What is your gift? Find it and perfect it. I truly believe this. I'm not a psychologist, but this is something that I truly believe and I'm trying to train myself to live like this. I believe that happiness is a choice. It's a decision that you consciously make every single day. When you have a negative thought in your head that goes against your happiness, you start feeling a little uncomfortable, you start getting a little hot, you just naturally feel the temperature rising, you're getting upset. You're allowing a thought in your mind upsets you. It's a choice. If you focus on something other than what is upsetting you, you will find that those thoughts will leave dissipate and will not affect your day. We have to consciously make a decision to be happy. There's so many chemicals that we ingest that affect the way we feel. There's so much negativity that we see on social media that affects the way we feel. There's so much negative things on the news that affect the way we feel. We even have negative people around us sometimes that affect the way we feel. And we sense those things affecting the way we feel, pulling us into a low vibrational state. We have the conscious ability to change what we are thinking about. Who is the captain of this ship? Who controls the thoughts that go through our brain? We do. We make the decision to allow that negative thought to affect the way we feel. And by allowing it to affect the way we feel, that means we allow it to affect our day. If we let one out of two days get ruined because of some negative thought that we had, that means that half of our life is wasted doing that. Who wants to waste 50% of their life Sad, full of anxiety, depressed, 
because we didn't take the conscious action to not let it affect us. We have to take control. We have to take control of our emotions and our thoughts. And once we gain that power, we can truly find happiness. Depression is a choice. And yes, I understand that some people have it worse than others, but I challenge you to do as I have said. When those negative thoughts enter your mind, use your full conscious ability to think about something positive. Anything but what's going through your mind. It's gonna be hard sometimes. Some days will be harder than others. But I believe if you really, really try, you can do it. We can overcome the sad times by just changing the way that we think. A positive mind state. The cup is half full, it's not half empty. And we're not always gonna be able to achieve this goal, but it's just like working out. The more I go to the gym, the more I lift weights, the easier it becomes. It's a muscle, working out our mental muscle to focus on positive things so we can have a positive and happy life. I want to see you be happy. The world is full of negativity and there's nothing that we can do in our power to stop it. But what we can control is how our mind perceives it. How our mind reacts to it. You can do this. Shift your mind state and let's get positive together.